Dear listener, we hope that you've been enjoying the variety of podcasts that we have on our network. Now is your opportunity to help us by telling us a little more about you. Please visit jcastnetwork.org survey and complete our listener survey so that we can learn more about you and your listening habits. Again, please visit jcastnetwork.org survey. Thanks so much. You are listening to Two Minutes of Torah with Rabbi Danny, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Danny, please visit rabbidanny.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, and welcome to Two Minutes of Torah, Parashat Hazin, so near and yet so far. When I was a rabbinical student in America, I was once visiting with my wife's grandmother in Buffalo in upstate New York, and she wanted to take us across the border into Canada so that we could see Niagara Falls from the Canadian side. We approached the border, and as we were about to cross, they asked if I had a certain paper that I needed as a student to enter into the USA. While I had my passport, I didn't have this paperwork, and so they told us that we would have to turn around because we couldn't go into Canada as we wouldn't be allowed back into the States. We ended up in this in-between place and spent almost two hours waiting to be allowed back into the USA. Canada and Niagara Falls was in reach. It was so near and yet so far away from us and we didn't get to see it that day. And I have to be honest that although I've been to Canada several times since, I've never had the opportunity to actually take time to see Niagara Falls in all their glory. For Moses, as he comes towards the end of his life in this week's Torah portion, he is so near and yet so far. Over these last few weeks in the book of Devarim, we have heard his farewell address to the people, and the people have listened to Moses as he's warned them for their future, taught them about their past, and prepared them for life in the promised land without him. But as he finished the poem in the hearing of the people, as he concluded his words by asking the people to take them to heart everything that he had warned them, that very day Adonai spoke to Moses and told him to ascend the heights of Abiran to Mount Nebo in the land of Moab, where he would be able to see the land of Canaan, the promised land. But as God once again reaffirmed, you may view the land from a distance, but you shall not enter it, the land that I'm giving to the Israelite people. Moses was so near to the end of his journey. He was so near to setting foot in the promised land, the land that he had been traveling towards and leading his people towards for all this time. And yet he was never going to get to cross over the Jordan into the promised land. We might rail against God for the injustice of Moses' situation. We might weep for Moses who came so near and was yet so far away. And we might wonder about how the people felt knowing that their leader would not accompany them on the next stage of their journey. But for all of us reading the story, but for all of us reading the story and reading about Moses' failure to reach the promised land, it allows us to aspire to get to the promised land and to know that we might not reach the end. But that doesn't stop us from doing everything in our power to get there. Moses never gave up on getting to the promised land, even though he knew he himself would not reach it. And as such, he set an important example for his community then and for our community today. We're always journeying to the promised land, even if we never get there. Shabbat Shalom.